Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. We're all in black today, Hello. which I think is very nice and gothy emo of us. Matching, so. our, matching our set. I feel like we didn't even talk about this. We just kind of showed up ready for it. I feel like it's kind of all with it's it's, it's within us. It's the easiest, frankly. It's, it's how we exist. Yeah. And it's just like part, part of our souls, I feel like, the very bottom. That's right. Very right bottom. in the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> bottom of the barrel. How are you guys feeling today? I'm feeling good. So good. Just had an amazing sandwich. Ugh. Best sandwich. That's my favorite part of recording in person. We always go to the best sandwich shop in LA. Larchmont wine and cheese. Yes. Honestly, the best sandwich I've ever had in my life. Yeah, it's up there. Big Other than Jersey out. Mike's. Big shout out. You guys are doing amazing things over there. <laughs> Thank you so much. Not an ad. For feeding us. I yeah. wish. I wish too. Um, today is a really, really good day. We have lots of great stuff on the docket for today. I'm do so we, excited. Do we have any uh, housekeeping, house cleaning that we need to do today? No, other than we have something really exciting coming up in the first week of May, but we're not really prepared to talk about it yet. But yeah. something really um, amazing that we're going to be doing that will shock all of you and excite all of you. And it's going to actually end up being some bonus content for you a lot of bonus content and a lot of um there's an objective it's a really incredible cause that you'll already know once you know what it is how passionate we are about it based on our histories and um I'll stop with the uh, speaking in code and just wait till we officially. <laughs> I do like it. the mystery, though. But I think what that what I really like about it is we want everybody to get involved. We so like it's not just involved. like listen to the podcast and then go about your day. Like this is something we've built this amazing community with the first degree with our firsties, and like it's time for us to get loud about something that we really care about. Yeah, and we want everybody else to. And I think you're going to want to. We don't have to like convince you. Yeah, of you all be um, excited to help. I think because yeah. I mean we this means a lot to us. It's a full fundraising event it has we're not profiting off of it in any way but we still are feeling super excited about it exactly Woo. coming soon Woo. also coming hot. join our patreon because if you're on our patreon you're watching this video yeah in real time with our beautiful 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 faces jared's beautiful <laughs> Mostly hair jared's no no his no. luscious long locks everybody's and here for youtube we know we all I don't know think that. so. that's not true and we have you know weekly bonus content on our patreon too yeah and our patreon i mean it keeps growing which means people are loving it you know, we've got about 50 episodes on there for you to binge. There's if a lot. you're looking for more, oh now would be the time. And we're doing something special in our next two first degree episodes. We're releasing a two parter, and you'll get both parts at the same time. If you're on Patreon, you'll have to wait till the following week if you're a regular, incredible firstie yeah. subscribing to the Apple feed. So, something to consider. Always new stuff happening. Yeah. Gotta keep it fresh. All That's right. right. Do well, you know what I actually wanted to talk about? I wanted to talk about like a little bit of true crime news that we have got going on. I don't have this in my script, but there are two things that happened recently, um, last week and the week before that we haven't got to talk about yet. I would love to talk about it. One of them is Gwyneth Paltrow's trial. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, that's not true crime, but it was a uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was on trial for running into this guy while skiing and they finally reached a verdict. Do you want to like give your thoughts and maybe like a little bit of a summary of what happened? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I was following. Yeah. So initially when this civil trial was presented in the media, it sort of seemed like Gwyneth Paltrow was at fault. You know, this guy, his brain damage now from being hit by Gwyneth Paltrow while she's skiing. And it turns out based on all the testimony that he hit her from behind, yeah. hurt her. And, you know, people, she was very memefied because she said yeah. things like, well, I lost a half a day of skiing and I loved it. I I'm loved not, it too. And you I, know what? If you don't get that much vacation time because you're famous, half a day is a lot. <laughs> well, she said it to be smug because she knew that she wasn't like at fault and she knew the whole thing was ridiculous, which is why she sued him back for a dollar. Yeah. But like the whole thing was just like so ridiculous. There were so many different memes coming out of the whole thing. But like, turns out that guy was just after a quick fucking buck after he realized it was going to the Paltrow. Right. Because first he sued for three million, then he brought it down to 300,000. Right. And then. Gwyneth's attorneys who are very effective pulled up all these Facebook posts where he's doing all these active things and like mm. he's saying that he is permanently maimed and his brain damage means that people don't love him anymore like it's ruined relationships and it's like he's with all these girlfriends and his family it's like it was bullshit your and internet then, history doesn't lie that's right and when uh, she won she went over and whispered I wish you well in oh. his ear oh. wait didn't she like counter sue for a buck yeah. Just to prove a point. Well, and her lawyer, because she did that, it was one of the most viral clips ever. Her lawyer was like, 
Are you friends with Taylor Swift? Oh, oh no, are that you? was the opposing lawyer. Yeah, yeah, no, no, sorry. His, lawyer, his yeah, yeah. lawyer. She was like, are you, you're good friends with Taylor Swift, right? And she's like, no, I've been to like a concert. Like we know who each other are. Like I took my kids to Because a we're both famous. How could we not Obviously. know who each other are? And so- I- Insinuating what? Insinuating that because Taylor Swift sued Scooter Braun was that what dollar. it was for a dollar oh. and like maybe you're copying her thing and it's like but Taylor Swift I think also won also yeah. so what <laughs> so, yeah that's so like bizarre. oh you're not doing it for the money like Taylor Swift I think that's commendable but whatever yeah the whole thing is so ridiculous I'm glad she won Me I too. mean she says she does and says some questionable things that I do not agree with but that was one thing that I was like you know what fuck that guy well you're setting up she had to fight it because you're setting a precedent then where people can keep doing that to you if you right. go into public like oh yeah. i slipped and fell in front of gwyneth paltrow she pushed yeah. me like when does it end then if you let this guy get away that with was it? my question was like why is she even dealing with this but i think you're totally right and it's like yeah if you don't kind of cut it off immediately you're going to be open for so many other people to come forward yeah absolutely. he's gonna be like i i ran into her i just well, got three he also dollars. apologized and he didn't start to be hurt until he found out it who was he had hit. Yeah, he apologized to her. Like, Ski Patrol came over. That was his opportunity to say, like, she hit me. He just said, sorry, I didn't mean to hit you. Like, he tried to create this narrative thinking that she would just throw money at it because she's got it. And right. she's like, mm, I'm good. I love when we have those trials that are televised and I can just, like, keep up with it on TikTok. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I know. Oh. I wonder what the next one's going to be. Something uh, crazy. Lori, um, Lori Vallow is going right now, but I'm not is sure. Is televised? I haven't been paying attention, to be honest. I haven't seen anything about it. Um, okay, well, I just wanted to do that little tidbit. I have another true crime news that I feel like we can talk about next week because Great. there's been some stuff going on. I love that. Okay, so today is April 13th. can't believe this. It's crazy. Oh, my gosh. We're, we're in April. It's finally getting That's warmer. shocking. I know. Um, on April 13th, 1970, Apollo 13 announces... Houston, we have a problem. Uh-oh. But what I learned is that's not what he said. Did you know this? Yeah. Uh, the The actual call was, um, uh, I don't. I forget. I know. I know that's not the what the words that were. It spoken, was though. okay, Houston. We've had a problem here. Mm. So that was like one of those. There's so many things like that, and I was about to do an episode based on that of these. Misquotes. Uh, misquotes these phrases that we like have in the zeitgeist that I are love that. Luca, I'm your father. What? Luca, I am your father. Yeah. What no, is the real one? No, I am your father. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. do this for another episode that like the day is bleak because I do actually like this. Me too. Um, but yeah, that was completely wrong. It's kind of like Mandela effecty. Exactly, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason why that became popular is in the Apollo 13 movie, they did change it to Houston, we have a problem. Oh. And they said they changed it Ugh. because they're like, it doesn't roll off the tongue <laughs> by saying, okay, I mean, Houston, good. we've had a problem Well, they here. do say like based on true events, yeah. not yeah. like a based. verbatim truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based. based. Exactly. So I thought that was a little a bit of an interesting tidbit. Fascinating. I love pop culture nuggets of info. I love Apollo 13. What a movie. We're getting into pop culture for this episode. Because also on April 13th, 1997, 21-year-old Tiger Woods wins the prestigious Masters Tournament by a record 12 strokes in Augusta, Georgia. So this is his first big championship that he won. And he was the youngest golfer by two years to win the Masters and the first person of Asian or African heritage to win a major. So probably the first person who's both also. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and so impressive. Like that is so... I remember like, it was like a Michael Jordan sort of like craze the whole run that he had was so insane Well, and the run he's still having i was yeah. just listening to the daily podcast new york new york times daily podcast and they were talking about he's about to participate at 47 years old mm-hmm. in another tournament yeah i feel like with golf you can just kind of do that until well, you're like see, old it's and a decrepit. precision sport it's not like a you know foot you're not playing rugby or, or no contact I, I, football my favorite golfer Jared, is john daly and he's, john daly is my favorite golfer because i had the same haircut as him when i was a little girl <laughs> <laughs> you had that just like I had a mullet. wild like mullet, a mullet my yeah. mom did amazing me. Yeah. i mean i i liked arnold palmer just oh, well yeah because of the drink have you seen the sports center commercial where he like they're all like in line at the catering and he walks in front of them and he goes like a little bit of lemonade and a little bit of iced tea and they're like no way what is <laughs> nobody thought about that i feel like he's not that old people have to have been drinking that before him I mean, right? yeah, but I mean, somebody has to be the face it. of it. He you coined know? it. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's awesome. I wish I was, I wish I had a drink named after me. Um, Not too late. Yeah. So 
This you know, that redheaded slut shot. <laughs> Bloody Jerry. I like redheaded slut. Well, it used to be that's like Jägermeister. Um, what else oh, went in it? That's Red not Bull. What I would pick for my drink, but yeah, that's what they're know. called. But though. that's what they pick for you. Yeah, you and don't get to pick your own nickname. You don't get to pick your own drink. That's that's right. And if you do. You better pick well. You're weird. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. a loser because yeah. you don't have any friends. Okay. So <laughs> this was great for Tiger Woods, but I was thinking about Tiger Woods and I was like, the funniest thing in the world is when he had his cheating scandal 100%. and it rocked everybody in America. Like the chokehold that Tiger Woods' cheating scandal had on me as a uh, 16 year old girl was oh. insane. Well, I don't remember we were you were living on Carlson and I was doing bottle service at the time. Oh, maybe I was like 20. Yes. But I was working at a a nightclub like that's Mm -hmm. what I did in college to make money till I figured it out with Jamie Scruggs, who was his mistress. (gasps) Oh, so I met her a bunch and she was working doing bottle service at Playhouse, the nightclub on Hollywood Boulevard. So I and I saw her. I was like, you're a tiger. Okay. And this was after it all, but I was like around Holy her a shit. lot for wow. a minute. I know. Holy Ugh. shit. Well, and it was so shocking because he had this, <clears throat> he had this like persona that was so buttoned up, buttoned yeah. up and squeaky clean. And he's always just like, so he's, he came off very, very overly proper. It was like, like a wholesome. golf etiquette kind of guy. And it was, that's, I think that sort of duality is why everybody was just like, what? Dude? And then Elon and like his wife chasing women. his car and bashing it in with a golf club, Ugh. I think is like the most poetic thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. The whole thing was just so crazy. Um, I have a, who did you say you worked with? I thought it was, her name was Jamie Scruggs. It's dream, Jamie Grubbs. Grubbs. <laughs> <laughs> so close. It was like 10 years ago, though. Give me a break. I was close. Jamie Grubbs. So basically what happened is he, it, it said in November of 2009, some tabloid came out that he was having an affair with this girl named, a nightclub manager named Rachel Urchitel. Who and has then, her own podcast now. Oh, she does? Where she covers pop culture stuff. Amazing. Oh, that's cool. I love that. Um, and then a few days later, he ended up ending up ended up crashing his car and then that kind of like kick-started like everything that happened. He was obviously dealing with a lot of stuff. He was, yeah, he was dealing with a lot of stuff. I think his wife was confronting him and he was like fleeing or whatever. So then she <laughs> goes, his wife goes through his phone and uh, she finds all this shit, obviously, as you do. And then one of these tabloids released this voicemail that Tiger sent to Jamie Grubbs. Grubbs. And Jamie Grubbs. it was basically saying like, Hey, uh, can you change your name? Can you change my name in your phone? Like, so it doesn't look like Tiger's calling when I do. Like, he was basically trying to, like, cover, cover up his, his tracks. Um, and yeah, it, $700 million on the line for old Tiger. Well, at, that at the point. time, he had, like, the Whatever Tag Heuer um, endorsement deal. Yeah. He lost oh, all yeah. his endorsement deals. I, I know. It was crazy. And then, so his wife wants to divorce him right so then in their prenup it said in the event of a divorce elon would receive 20 million dollars after 10 years of marriage so tiger was like let's stay together because he like probably doesn't want to give her 10 million dollars tries to work it out and then he said he would give her an immediate payment of 5 million to stay in the marriage as well as adding 55 million to the original prenup agreement he's really trying to make it work he's trying to make it work that's a lot less money than i thought Really? That's why I said 700. I mean, Tiger. But they did break up. So I'd be curious to know so what she got. She ended up getting $100 million. Yeah. Still less than I thought she would have gotten. It's plenty. I'll it's, take it. Oh, dude. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm good with she that. probably also gets alimony and yeah. child support. Like, that's that was probably, probably just like a lump property. sum. Like, she probably got the house, yeah. three other houses. Like, she made out. She's chilling. Okay. She is fucking chilling. What a mess. Um, so yeah, that (laughs) scandal really rocked. I'm still shook by it. And I was shook when I saw Jamie Grubbs in real life so much that I was like thought her name was Scruggs. But (laughs) I was like but no, I was sort of fascinated by her experience. And I didn't make it obvious because I'm kind of discreet like that, but I was like, I'm sure I told someone when I got home. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't <laughs> sure the first time you. that somebody. <laughs> no, like, so like, anything <gasps> happened? Well, cool I bet you a million dollars. That's why she was hired. Oh, I'm sure. Like the kind yeah. of 
novelty. Yeah, like, it's you definitely know. novelty for sure. You're, and you're less condemned by it here now. Like, you're not shunned by that shit in LA in the same way. No, not at all. Just look at Raquel from Vanderpump. She's chilling. Well, speaking of, I got really inspired to look up uh, some of the most infamous celeb cheating scandals that we're going to get into <sighs> for True Crime wait. Rewind. It, there's some good shit in there. Uh, but before then, we've got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? All right. Welcome to On The Stand. Every week we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We're either loving it. We're hating it. We have a healthy discussion. And then we vote if it's guilty or not guilty. Bring it to you, our listeners, to vote if it's guilty or not guilty. Sometimes we have a listener. Oh, we do. On The Stand today. We're going to listen to that. Um, and If, if you're you looking to call, call in and let us know what your On The Stand is or your worst thing you've ever done, the phone number for that is 818 818- Four four six six eight eight nine. Thank there you. you go. He's almost I can't got it. You guys know it. Again, that's eight one eight four four six We're all gonna remember now. I think it is. Jack has a good memory. Wrong. I do not. I do not. I used to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, maybe uh, that's just all of us then. No, I think as is we it, get older. Do you remember how fucking tight I used to be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly I'm like tighten it up. I'm now like, what know. did we talk about yesterday? Did yeah. you say yes to this? Like yeah. I have to follow up about every question I ask her in person. I, like, I won't lie, your memory's not great. You know, but I write everything down. And yeah. you're very busy. So sometimes right. things are you need to And like- I have sev- moderate to severe ADD. There yeah. Yes, that is also true. You're forgiven. Thank you. Uh, do we want to listen to the listener on the stand first? I think so. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh. And we have an exciting update as far as this person who's going to be on the stand today. Oh, for those of you in our OG club, you'll all be familiar with the sexual cowboy who's oh, called in a couple yeah. times. Hell yes. So he's back to uh, give us his on the stand, which oh. I'm very excited about. I love him. So turn up your volume. Cause this is the voice <laughs> of the heavens. <laughs> hey, Alexis, Jack and Jared this is your sexual cowboy listener calling back. And I have an on the stand. I just listen to your guys's on the stand or Jack's on the stand about standing up on the airplane. And while I don't think standing up on the airplane is guilty, what is guilty is if you stand up and try to push forward, cutting other people that are ahead of you off. So I was on a flight for work, and it was a smaller flight than one of the first few rows, and everybody in the back stood up and started pushing forward to where three rows around me could not get out. And we tried telling people, hey, stop, let us out. It's obviously not airplane etiquette to get off and exit. And finally, there's somebody that had a brief, saw a brief pause and pushed their way and let all, all this out. But then everybody started complaining that we were cutting them off. So I think standing up, obviously not guilty. You got to get your bags. But cutting people off and pushing forward, that is definitely guilty. The only reason you should be doing that is if you have a connecting flight that is happening right away or if you have an emergency in the bathroom that you have got to take care of. Thanks for listening. He speaks the truth. He does, and he speaks it in such a beautiful tone. I just love that the sexual cowboy has really embraced the sexual cowboy mm-hmm. within himself. Like, he knows who he is. Yeah, and I know this isn't an adv- the advice column. Um, but I have advice. Have you considered wearing a hat and spurs on the plane? Because well, I feel like people would just part like the like the seats <laughs> yeah. to let like... you through. If you wore like some chaps, mm. chaps, some boots, and if there was a jingle jangle while you walked, like cowboys in the movies, well, I think everyone would move for you. Alexis and I were talking about this before the episode. We're like, what does a sexual cowboy look like? We don't know, but we have this idea of him in our heads. And I'm like, I'm so yeah. curious if we're right or not, or do I just not even want to know? We don't want to know because the fantasy is so good, but I'm picturing the Marlboro man with no smoking. Wow. Mm. I, Leather yeah. chaps, big wide brim hat. Jingle jangle of the spur. A horse. A horse. A horse. A top of horse. A horse. And a, ran- a wide open range. Mm. I see oh. a, I see a cigarette dream. in there. Okay. Maybe one of those candy ones that you used to get in the ice cream truck. <laughs> or like uh, a pretzel Clove. a pretzel stick in the cold. Oh, oh my God. Pretzel strick, the, the OG fake cigarette. Yeah, a five-year-old cigarette. Uh, 
Um, what do you think, Jared? I mean, I, I think guilty. I think it is my biggest pet peeve. I'm actually shocked that we haven't talked about this before because I that that is it. Like oh. that is the one where it's like my my biggest pet peeve in the world is when somebody thinks that their time is more important than somebody else's time. Here's yeah. If I'm if I'm going somewhere, it doesn't matter where. If I'm driving, whatever it is, and I'm doing it correctly and I'm being polite and I'm following the rules, which I love to do. Yeah. And somebody else infringes on that and then makes my trip take longer. I hate it. It's the number one thing that drives me nuts. And so on a plane, when you're trying, all you want to do is get off the plane Somebody cuts in front of you and takes that time away from you. No, it's oh. like we're all trying to fucking get Honestly, off. Honestly, this in any form, I was trying to get off an exit on mm. the 101 mm-hmm. and there was a shoulder and it was like backed up. It was like the hot sunset boulevard exit, mm-hmm. rush hour. Someone rode the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that a lot lost and went ahead of everyone. And I lost my mind and I was powerless to act. Yeah. Unless <laughs> I did it too. And You'd then have I'd to become be the a thing vigilante. I hate. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, I want I wanted blood. Mm. I was so angry at him. And I was like, I can't believe you I did wanted that. Blood. When like there's all of us waiting, yeah. following the norms of the road. And it's like, no, you're gonna just go cut everyone and ride a shoulder. No, people think they're above the law. They think that their time is be- more important than yours. Like, I fucking hate it. It's like, be we're like, all just trying to get to the same place. You want to be mad, but then you're like, should I have done that? <laughs> uh, I, well, that's and the I worst don't. part. I don't. You see someone do something, you're like, oh, you can do that, you know? And, and then should like, I or should I be eh. mad and hold my ground? I'm too law abiding. But I think Me that too. there's there's something that's a little bit more anonymous by doing that. If you're driving, if you are pushing your way through mm. the walkway inside a little metal metal tube of an airplane, and you're literally like trying to shove your way physically touch other people to get in front of them, like that is a special kind of asshole. It is because it's so much more personal. When you're in your yes. cars, I don't I don't know what you look you like. You zoom past somebody and never see you're, him again. You're going to step in front of and infringe on a lot of other people's space with your face just exposed. Like, this is who I am. This is what I look like. Hello, everybody. Yeah. I'm here to make your exit Ballsy. slower. Also, Crazy move. Like, everyone's either got someone picking them up, rushing to get their bag because something valuable is in it, has somewhere to be, has a connecting flight. Yeah. Like everyone's really anxious to get off that plane. Yeah, yeah. we're all trying to You're go You're not somewhere. the only one who's like, gotta, I'm, my, it's so important that I'm off soon. Yep. It's like, yeah, w- w- us too, bro. Yeah. Again, unless you're trying to connect to a flight, like a flight that is taking off right now without you. Or you're going to vomit on everyone. Yeah. Or you're like, going to shit your pants. <laughs> or that yeah that same same idea sometimes I, there's a, I mean some things are there's an emergency yeah they have to take well, pregnant care of. pregnant women go first always yeah. guilty 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 okay i'm gonna go first Ooh. love that today i'm putting on the stand uh movie and tv show reboots oh good one there is allegedly a harry potter reboot in the works for hbo wow. but the way that they're doing it i just i love harry potter i love hogwarts i love the whole universe so much super fan but apparently what they're doing it's like a literal reboot that they are redoing harry potter yeah oh they're not like adding to the saga no, so it's, not like season... a harry, it's not like a hogwarts you like universe every season is a different movie from the harry potter movie it's, series every season is one of the years it was one of the books I wonder so, how that's gonna go. Uh, well, I, they're like, if they do it that way, then they're like recasting Harry Potter. That's and weird. Hermione because the cast and Ron. was perfect. It's it's also hasn't been enough time. I yeah. could see them doing it in like like 50 the cast years. is still young, aren't they? All in their twenties still. Yeah, they're, they're younger than us. Not even that. Like we're talking, you're gonna try to take a movie that had a budget that had John Williams scoring it, which is he's the greatest of yeah. all time. You have a cast of literally the most important British actors in the last 60 years of cinema. Literally. Everybody is in this movie. And not only that, it connected and was a smash success. So why would you then take that? And it was the first adaptation of the books, which were the most, you know, worldwide acclaimed literature. So that's what everybody attaches to. And it's not, and the crazy thing is, for whatever reason, and who knows if this will actually happen, but. Now you're going to throw a TV budget at that same idea. It's like, how could that it's possibly HBO be budget, better? But still, it's even even so, even HBO. People like, still watch it. It'll still do well. It will. Well, I was I telling just, Jared, I was like, they just need to call it. They need to call it Hogwarts and like do an extension of the universe and and leave it at that. Like, don't recast Harry Potter. He was oh, perfect. They tried to do that with Fantastic Beasts too, and it was ass. There's, but they just need to call it Hogwarts yeah. and follow a new cast. I don't know what Fantastic Beasts did. It sounds like it was more monster based or it, like a yeah. It was just. It, yeah, whatever. Fine. Um, 
However, that being said, they did do a reboot. Now, see, if, I don't even know if this is a reboot or Party just Down? a new season of Party Down. Did you I told watch you about it? it in the group chat? Did you watch it? Oh yeah, Fantastic. it is. Love it so. That's not a reboot. Good. Well, whatever. Uh, they brought it back brought after it back. like a decade of yeah. no more. Of yeah. None. And it's just, but like, I had no idea how much I loved Adam Scott. Oh I fell God. in love with him in Severed, but I didn't yeah. know Severance. he had like. <laughs> Severed? Severance. Whatever. Is same it the idea. same? Severance? Severance? I mean, they become keep, Severed. I've been yeah. calling it Severed for a long time. I'm glad you corrected me. Severance. Whatever. Um, I fell in love with him there, and yeah. I was like, oh, glad he's finally having a break. And Matt was like, he's been famous for a long time. Parks and yeah, Rec? Parks and Rec. I Never mean, he's in Step Brothers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, been, yeah. He's been in, like, I, everything. No, I love his little face. Well, and he's just such a, he's such a fucking good actor. Because he can do, like, the party down, like, the, he that nails it. type of acting and improv and it's so fucking good and he then in it. severance he's like amazing but yeah. i just think they did such a fucking good job they didn't try to fix what wasn't broken like it that went flawlessly from the season before it and it was amazing Jane lynch amazing. oh my god her character her so character fucking good. i'm in is love perfect. with her she Me too. is unbelievable she's so and especially in that character she's yeah. so so she's good so great I like agree. such a wackadoodle just a veteran so comedian like a it. great great comic so artist. are you prosecuting or defending well see i don't know those are two examples that i have very completely different opinions you think there on. should be rules of engagement it's just do it right. well i don't want to recast a cast that i love like i don't like the recasting of the harry potter characters i think that instead of having movie reviews and like imdb like rotten tomatoes it should be a checkbox hmm. after mm -hmm. you see a movie you say Am I content it. with where we like what we just did? And then if it's checked yes, then we did enough people fail. do it. It's a pass fail. We do not need to redo this movie ever again. I don't like a critic. Mm. You know, it's not for me. Because they just find shit to complain about. This isn't a critic. I'm saying. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. You're a I, pass fail works Anyone for me. can be a critic. You can have no taste and then yeah. you're it's you like, can criticize someone else's artistry. Yeah, it's the South Park episode where all these people that have Yelp accounts are now food critics. It's like that's basically humanity now, but whatever. Okay, whatever. so anyways, reboot 100% guilty. But sure. actually, I'm going to go 90 Recasting a classic movie in the reboot guilty, guilty as fuck. 95% guilty. I like the new Dune, so I can't really, you know. Yeah, whatever. I didn't watch the old Dune, so no argument there. Um, who wants to go next, Lex? I'll go next unless Jared wants to. Go ahead. Okay. So mine today, it's super important, but very simple. Okay. So I'm putting socks <laughs> over five years old. Oh, oh okay. A sock <laughs> term limit. And I know that sounds really snobby, like, but... If someone you love or who's no longer with us made you a pair of socks, if you've really heavy pair of winter socks, whatever, but <laughs> look at those, this is a brand new pair of socks. And I got to tell you, I haven't had a brand new pair in a while. Yeah. And my boyfriend, Matt and I, we share a sock drawer because I just steal his socks. Yeah. Right. And he one day put his foot down and he threw all of our socks away and ordered like 20 packs of socks like this and gray, black, and this, and then ankles. And our lives have changed. Oh, I agree. Our I lives agree. have changed. I I could never find matching pairs. They were all like single ones that I was too guilty to throw away because yeah. I thought I'd find the other. Where, where do those all go? I don't know. We're missing so that many. Is life's greatest I don't know. But go? like I was also using really thin socks that had like a little hole that mm. I was ignoring. Oh. Or like they were slightly uncomfortable. Oh, a hole? That's a no-go But like for me. underneath, not if it's in the toe, fine. But like I was just, oh. I was making. <laughs> Even worse. The toe is not good. I meant. Is a it toe hole? No, no. Toe hole goes oh, underneath. Okay. If it's I not got like, you. Yeah. Oh, I no. could make excuses. Right. So, like, I was too afraid to let him go. I don't want to draft in my shoe. But I have to tell you, our lives have changed. Like, we're, mm. we literally put on socks in the morning. We're like, oh my God. No. Like, they're fluffy. They're new. It's yes. like, it's like, it's like pampering. It's like, yes. Yeah. It's the basic, it's, it's worth it. I, so I bought a pair of socks that are like yours. What are those ankle socks? What's yeah. These are like crew socks. Crew socks. Hanes white crew socks have changed my life forever for the exact same reason like i feel like it's a luxury to put those socks on like it is life's simple pleasures that i get excited to put a sock on i'm telling you we replace our <laughs> two people's entire sock collection with like 30 dollars. oh like, yeah we yeah. bought packs of, we bought like five packs of 10 so 50 dollars, whatever but like 
it was that easy. And we struggled every morning to find yeah. matching pairs. Like it was like a 10 minute addition to our thing. And life is different now. And I put on the socks and I put them on at night. Like they're slippers. Like I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm telling wow. you. Yeah. You get it's life changing. And Have I don't try it on my hands. I just no. feel like people forget. Cause they're like, Oh, they put on their regular socks. So like this is no. what they feel like. No, I've they're supposed a, to feel good. This, I think socks and underwear. I'll do like a big clean out of socks and underwear, maybe like once a year. Okay. So we're going with super old socks, <laughs> five years plus guilty, guilty, guilty. I mean, Honestly, it just makes sense. Life's small, small pleasures and small luxuries. A cozy sock. Oh, mm. it's the best. Can't wait to put my oh. on. <laughs> I guess I'll go last. Yeah. It's go your turn. It. We were, Jack and I were recently on vacation. And I noticed a man across from the pool or across the way across the pool from us was laying out for what had to have been five hours. Hours. Like the whole time that we were at the pool. Yeah. He was just exposed to the sun. Oh, no. And there's there has been some debate on whether or not this was a tan man or a pale man. <laughs> I think he was extremely... Like- he had to have been extremely he had tan. To have maybe a base color. I will say he didn't look like he would tan well. Okay. And I I just recognize that because and I he didn't look red burnt. I no. think he looked very tan. However, I just couldn't help but think like I'm putting on the stand prolonged sun exposure on purpose <laughs> for anybody. Yeah. Well, we were talking about this and I'm like I actually have a question for all of our firsties because I'm like I could never imagine. Like, I get so fucking hot in the sun. I feel like my face is burning off. Like, it's painful. Not only am I, like, I don't want to have wrinkles and, like, prematurely age, but, like, it hurts. And then there's some of these people out there. There were multiple people at the pool that were were just, like, like, laying like this in the sun, just sun beating on their, like, exposed faces. And I'm like, tell me about that. Eating burgers and fries, like, in direct hot sun. Hot food in the hot sun. What's so funny is that Jack has, and Jared, they have a pool at their building, and we have a couple times worked by the pool, and as soon as we get there, I, like, close myself in a pod that has a roof like this. Yeah, those pods are awesome. And we, like, like, I don't even put my foot in the sun. No. Like, until... I'm going in the pool mm-hmm. and then I put a hat on. Yep. Yeah. Because I'm like avoiding the sun. But I love to be outside and I love to be in a pool. In the shade. Yeah, in the shade. Now I will say this man, I watched him reapply sunscreen at the appropriate times. So he was at least diligent on that. That doesn't the no, sunscreen right. can't protect still, you from that. But still boiling ball the of stellaris. Is launching nuclear radiation at you. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, as someone who's had to have a small piece of myself already cut off due to this stuff. I think it's just not His a good idea. Surgery and when I'm they remove oh, the mole. Yeah. Injury. Yeah. Ouchie. I had to drive him and hold his hand. Wait, yeah. did you I, like put under? I no. Every, literally every time I go to the dermatologist, he burns something off. No. Like casually. Yeah. Like there's no oh, scheduling. Yeah. He's like, oh, I see a thing and he burns it off. No, they just like numb the well, area like, and then cut it out. They, they but, cut it off, but I also got one cut off and I drove myself there and was completely fine because all they do is put like a tiny little thing of lidocaine, but I had to hold his hand. When I had a they thing, gave me a stress when ball. I had a <laughs> they literally had to stitch me up. Yeah, yeah we had I to was get wearing stitched. a dress. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I just it was fine. Okay, so everybody yeah, we, everyone this. does this. Okay. As women, we just experience pain all of the time. Well, but I'm just saying, you could hopefully reduce the chance of that happening <laughs> if you're not laying. It's crazy. And, and he wasn't. He wasn't the, the only one. We were at the pool a couple days, and there were. I'm just like it fascinates me. I'm like because I can't. I can't do it. I physically can't do it. I won't. No. I shan't. Nope. I mustn't. They, we had like a cabana, but it didn't have a thing. So I took a bunch of extra towels and like yeah, put them all up there. Pretty. Yeah, you made your own. I got to have shade. Make your own cabana. So I'm putting prolonged. I'll say yeah. guilty. No one wants melanoma. It's guilty. Be safe out there. SPF. Guilty. Totally. Okay. Well, when we come back, we are diving in to some of my favorite celebrity cheating scandals. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, 
that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree 50 and use code degree 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Okay, welcome back to True Crime Rewind. Okay, I think you can't think about cheating scandals, of course, without Tiger Woods. That's the first one. Mm. But for me, one of the most important cheating scandals that I love the twist of the ending is Shania Twain. Mm. Do you guys know about this? The old Vaguely. switch up. But will the, you will you remind me? Because it happened a long time ago. Yeah, it happened a while ago. So Shania Twain was married to this guy named Mutt Lang. Jared knows him. Personally? No, I wish. We talked about him. Isn't wasn't there a restaurant called Mutt Lang's that we saw yeah, recently? Yeah, so Mutt Lang was a legendary producer. He did like Def Leppard. I mean he's like Big if deal. you think of the sound of the 80s and like 80s rock, like Mutt Lang was a huge component. In, John, John Bon Jovi living on a prayer? I mean, that'd be <laughs> it, I, I, I actually don't know, but it's possible. So anyways, he met Shania Twain like in the early 90s and he was like, I want to produce your music. I want to write on your album. So they started working together and fell in love. They get married. They have a kid. And they wanted to go on this trip to Switzerland. So they hired this lady to be a nanny. Her name was Marie Ann Thibod. Thibod, I don't know. I think she was French. Thibod. Thibod, Thibod, to help them just take care of all their shit. There, she was like an assistant. Right. She was married to this guy named Frederick Thibod or Thibod. He was a an executive at Nestle. He was Swiss. Okay, they're Swiss. Mm. Mm, there you go. And the four of them, she starts working for Shania Twain and Mutt Lang, and the four of them just become best friends. It's like how you and Matt are with me and Jared. They're doing everything together. They're having so much fun. Yada yada yada. Then after a while, 14 years later, uh, Mutt Lang goes to Shania Twain. He's like, I want a divorce. Out of nowhere. Blindsided. Didn't know what's happening. Uh And Shania Twain confides in her new, not new best friend, best friend that she's had for a decade and a half, Marianne. And she's like, hey, has like Mutt been acting weird at all? Like, I don't know why he's just asking for a divorce. And Marianne is like, oh, no, I think everything's normal. Turns out. They've been having an affair Ooh. the entire time. The entire 14 years? Well, I don't know the entire time. They'd been having an affair for a long time. Oh, my. The Okay, I just can't understand people who want to live on, in that kind of anxiety. It's yeah. crazy. Like getting caught, sneaking around. It sounds so to fucking your best exhausting. Friend. It sounds exhausting. It sounds like guilt. You know, it sounds like an emotional fucking nightmare. Why would you do that? So they found out because Frederick, her, Marianne's husband, he ended up finding all this shit. He found strange hotel receipts, phone bills, and even the set of lingerie that she had that she'd never shown. I love that it's all analog because, like, now it's all like DMs and like texts. (laughs) Like, it's like receipts. You got to go through like actual physical phone records. (laughs) Um, You found like a. Uh, uh, hair tie or something totally. it's like a physical thing so anyways Shania confronts Marianne and she's like why the fuck have you been having an affair with my husband and she ends up changing her number and then like mm. never talking to Shania Twain again like a fucking coward so then oh and all this is happening Shania Twain ends up confiding into this Frederick guy because they just went through the same exact thing they're like trauma bonded and they end up falling in love I like that is a 
I love that like retribution a yes and b the sincere happy ending because i don't think they were trying to get them back they were just trying not to hemorrhage their fucking feelings and be in the pain they were in and like that seems like a true way to fall in love like and also a good match like we're not the kind of people who do that we're the people who wouldn't do that yeah they both just got so fucked but anyway so i think that mutt lang and that other girl they ended up staying together for a while i don't know if they're still together i'm pretty sure that shania twain's still with this guy they got married in 2011 but I mean, it's fucking crazy. That is crazy. wild. I the mean, switch up. It kind of sucks because your, or, I mean, your origin story is a crazy and unique one, but it yeah. also sucks because it's not like a romantic one necessarily because it is through like heartbreak and whatnot yeah. and cheating. There's definitely a silver but, lining there. Yeah, for sure. Where it's like the one door closes and another opens. Yeah, like, that's that line people say for a reason. Um, okay, so I'm gonna give you the choice of what we talk about next. Okay. Do you wanna talk about Tom and Arianda Arianda Ariana Raquel Vanderpump vibes? Or do you wanna talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger? Raquel and Ariana and Tom Scandaval. Okay. I'll mm. talk about that all day. Okay. We've talked about it on the podcast before. We don't need like a whole summary, but what are your thoughts on where things ab- are now? About where things are now. So first of all, since the last time we talked about it, the reunion has been shot. The reunion's been shot. We saw the revenge looks. Ariana looks fucking amazing. Um, oh my God, she looks so fucking hot. Love it. The hottest one there. And, you know, I heard um, Lala and Sheena talking about how good she looked. And Ariana has lost weight. I mean, but people do when they're depressed. And Lala was talking about how when she found out all the shit about her fiance, who's like a nightmare monster mini harvey weinstein yeah that she lost weight and ariana's like now i get it like people get skinny not because they're trying to have revenge bodies but because they're they're heartbroken they're traumatized they can't eat like food is not great (laughs) it's not great and i've been there too where i got like emaciated when i was in this like situational depression and it's she want you know it made me feel good because i felt like they were trying to make that clear like it's not what anyone's trying to do it's it's a physical response to this devastation and betrayal right and I'm super excited for the uh, whenever that reunion airs because I, I just can't imagine being Raquel and showing up. Another interesting thing is they said that she didn't cry a single tear, well, that she smiled the whole time. This is something interesting that we've been talking about because we've obviously been so into the whole Vanderpump drama. And Alexis and I have been kind of talking about it in like a psychological perspective. Yeah. Because from what I've heard with a lot of the interviews from like Lala has been doing a lot of interviews. Sheen has been doing a lot of interviews. And Katie... It just seems like she might be a little bit of a sociopath. Yeah. Like she seems to have no empathy. She has no care for any of the things that she has done. Like they always like portrayed her as this really stupid girl that like couldn't think for herself. And she like really dove into that narrative. Yeah. But it turns out that she's like this fucking horrible, horrible mastermind. Yeah. Of the whole thing. But anyways, Alexis and I, if anybody from Vanderpump listens to her podcast, we want to have you on as a guest to talk about things from like a psychological perspective. We do. We want to talk about how, you know, we talk about how sociopaths, you see them in white collar crime. A sociopath mm-hmm. may never stab you with a knife or like kill you, but yeah. they'll clear out your life savings without guilt. A Raquel right. um, type sociopath will steal your fucking man with a smile on your face. Yeah. Like they're out there. They're not always physically dangerous, but they're dangerous. Cause I mean, she blew up Ariana's life. The home she felt safe in is no longer like, I do think these people are dangerous, whether they are physically capable of harm or not. Yeah. We would love to dive more into that from the psychological perspective and talk about the escalation because Raquel too was doing little shit like stealing the man from Lala who when they were on the Vegas trip yeah. and it just got worse and worse. And it's like, was she feeling so bad about herself that she was just trying to fill a hole, no pun intended, with literally like anyone like she wanted so badly to be these women that she would rather take from them and like become them. Well, that yeah, that's the thing. It's like, is she doing this because she's insecure and she just wants to win a competition because she just feel, the, hates herself so much? Or is she doing it because she's there's this evilness and this disregard for other people's feelings? Like or, those are completely different. Or is she doing it because Tom Sandoval is that good? at manipulating her and coercing her into this false sense of safety and But she's doing this she was doing the same thing to Schwartz too. Like she doesn't didn't give a fuck about Katie's it's just wild. Katie was crying to her in her face and she didn't care. It's That's wild correct. that all this shit was happening while because when you're watching the season up until pretty much where it's at right now as of recording this, this is not a narrative at all. So all the shit is happening behind closed doors. Yeah. While all these other like 
like faux drama scenarios are no, unfolding. No, like the best story was happening in the entire and time behind so, the scenes. That's what's so crazy about it is it's kind of like a real time look into like what it looks like when people are deceitful. Yeah. And like, because you're watching them on camera do all of these other things that are so unrelated to like the darkest, craziest storyline. And there's, you know what I mean? It's like, it takes a certain kind of energy and effort and person to be able to be that wrapped up in something. To be calculated. Yeah. You gotta be super calculated. Be like, ooh, we just had sex in the hotel room at Sheena's wedding and we pretended yeah. I was taking a nap and you, your flight got in late. So nuts. Well, we share a room with Ariana. Like the whole thing is dark. And, it's dark. And, and malicious mm. and scary, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I don't wish that on me or anyone I know. Like, I hope no one ever experiences that level of betrayal because I don't know if I could recover from it. Have you ever well, watched and- the show Cheaters? I don't think it's no. real. Oh, yes, stage? I have. Mm. It would be awesome <laughs> if that host like walked out for the finale or something. It would be oh my God. Yeah. No, I was going to say like, I, I think the scariest part of it all is her kind of leaning into that stupid girl kind of a persona because it's like she knew... Like she could be even more manipulative when she sort of just was like, "Yeah, this is I'm just dumb. like I'm in a little air high." Like, well, she's like, "Sheena tricked me into wanting to kiss Tom Schwartz. It's not my fault." Like, it's like she- you're a fucking adult, girl. Yeah, she sucks. It's crazy. Anyways, uh, own it. That's. I mean, that's the biggest uh, cheating story of our mm. time right now. Sure, it's right a right right franchise I had no interest in ever watching. I'll say that. Uh, the last one I want to talk about is because it has a Vanderpump tie-in, and it's the Leanne Rhymes, Eddie Cibrian, Brandy Glanville, Serena Shay fucking mess. Mm. So basically, the reason why Vanderpump Rules is Vanderpump Rules is because okay, Leanne Rhymes was married to Eddie Cibrian. No. Leanne Rhymes was married to this other guy. She did a movie with Eddie Cibrian on Lifetime, and they ended up having an affair with each and other. Eddie Cibrian was married, married to, to Brandy Glanville. Brandy Glanville. So this whole thing fucking happened. But while he was having an affair with Leanne Rhymes, he was also sleeping with Sheena Shea. Mm. And when Brandy Glanville found all of this out, they filmed this scene for, I think it was Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, where Sheena and Brandy met up and like talked about the whole affair. And that's how Vanderpump kind of happened. And that's kind of what the start of Vanderpump was because Sheena was just working at Sir. She was just a a hostess that was working at Sir that ended up, that was hooking up with this guy that Brandy was married to and Leanne runs. But that's like the ultimate like web of shit good pump shit that it's a mess and it, honestly from i hope from a man's perspective like that's just to me sounds so exhausting it's all exhausting because you're trying to keep all of these plates spinning and it's like you, at some point no matter what at yeah. some point something's gonna break absolutely like and there's just no way around that I just would never encourage a friend to engage in something like that yeah no i mean that it shows your character very yeah. much so Oof. like Percent. none of our friends would ever do that because, yeah. 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 We all know. Not great. You and never it, know, though, because shit's happening behind the scenes on this show that you guys are watching. And it's like, I, you would have, if, unless you knew in real time that that went down, you would have no idea. That's true. So I don't that's know. the scary part. The Very more scary. you know, the more you don't know. Ooh. That's right. That's just life for you. That's true. right. All right. Well, these people did some bad things. Mm. And we're going to hear about the bad things that you people did next. Yes. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Hey, Alexis, Jack, and Cher. I hope you all are having a fantastic day because I just adore you all. Um, So here is the worst thing I've ever done. I don't know if it's really the worst thing, but definitely tops the petty list for sure. Um, So it's back 2006 was newly 21 also newly unengaged which i know to be like that young and engaged i was stupid and thank god it was a broken engagement but nonetheless in that moment i was very very distraught and upset so that man had gotten me a cell phone on his cell phone plan um, when we broke up, obviously I wasn't using that phone anymore, and I had like the one that was still on my parents' <laughs> phone plan because again, I was newly 21. So, anyways, back then, you know, we had our little SIM card that you could take out and put into any working phone. 
So I had a party at my house, and after doing quite a bit of drinking, decided it would be a fantastic idea to share the SIM card with all of my friends that were at the party. So we spent about $400 in ringtones that night that I made him pay. Because if you're going to break up with me like, and keep the phone line, that's your own fault. You're stupid. So, yeah, definitely very petty. I'm sure I probably bought, like, a whole bunch of ridiculous ringtones that I set for every single person <laughs> back then. And now my phone is, like, chronically on silent. I couldn't even tell you what my ringtone sounds like. But, yeah, so that's probably the worst thing I've ever done. I love you. Have a great day. Bye. I am, like, definitely the Madonna like every little thing yeah, that you, there you go. do. I had that ringtone on my pink flip razor Hell for yes. a long time. You put a little bit of gas in her G-Wagon. That's wow, right. Wow, that's so nice. Kind of cool. Well, so this girl, I hope, I, I don't know if she was spreading the love for different ringtones, if she was just buying them 400 ringtones of the same artist, but you bought them for all our friends. I see. And what I was thinking is that like your boyfriend slash fiance proposed to you when you were 20 and then unproposed to you yeah i think he got off fucking easy oh my god i would do so much worse like 400 bucks in ringtones is nothing i mm. would have thrown his clothes outside and lit them on fire i know that's not mature but the heart when it's burned we it loses all reason things. um i mean we say this all the time this is a victimless crime victimless nobody was crime. hurt he deserved probably more than what came to him so i don't know I I agree with you. I if this wasn't on the stand, I'd say not guilty. Not guilty. You are not guilty. You're not guilty. No, I feel like I mean it's just a funny prank in general. I mean, it's a pretty good prank. It's I'm and I people love get it. something out of it. You get a new ringtone. To be honest, a lot of people don't notice when it's like, oh, my cell phone. I mean, four hundred dollars is a lot. Well, yeah. you but you won't get it until like way later in the month, That's so you true. won't even know. That's like, true. I bought Soldier Boy's song <laughs> four hundred times. I bought crank that for <laughs> five hundred people. It's honestly. A good, it's pretty good. Yeah. By the time they find out, they won't even know what happened. And it's like it's your fault for keeping her on the plan if you're gonna break up with her. Yeah. Yeah. Why'd you break up with her if you loved her so much to put her on this plan? Sorry, sir. You made a mistake. If you just would have stuck with her and bought her some ringtones, you could have had four hundred more dollars. This would never happen. <laughs> you did nothing wrong. All right. Well, we're running out of time. Do you have a stanza? No, because I feel like George Costanza would know where I was going to go with this, which is it would have been the Houston. We have a problem inspiration. Mm. His head is bald and round like the moon. Yes. That's sort of where I was going. And I thought it was hurtful to the George. And I thought the essence of George should be preserved. You Everybody. Just, you weren't every, struck no. with the lightning bolt of creativity. This no. I, I, I know what to do. Everybody close their eyes and everybody envision the moon and think about George's face in the moon. It's honestly perfect. And we live with that. Ah, <sighs> Everyone listening, I hope you did that because it felt soothing. It was nice. Yeah. All cue right. That, cue that Seinfeld bass line. Woohoo. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.